Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Empowered Connection podcast. This is Damodar Cordua, relationship coach and counselor, life coach, and yoga and yoga wisdom teacher. I'm your host, and I'm always excited to be here and very grateful for some of your precious time. Today is going to be a solo podcast episode. Before we dive into the episode, just want to let you know that starting tomorrow is our group coaching immersion. So there are still time to sign up. This group coaching immersion allows for you to join in in community and learn and practice the tools with others through accountability in over six weeks time so that you can break through some of the roadblocks that might be limiting your own empowerment, limiting your own ability to understand your own self emotionally and limiting your ability to connect with others in relationship. So if you're ready to dive in, if you're ready to go through a little bit of a transformational self-growth and relational capacity journey with myself as your guide, and so many others that you will connect with in community that bring you forward, to call you forward, to support you, and to challenge you. Look at the show notes and sign up. You can join in with us tomorrow for this summertime deep dive. Also, if you're in the Philadelphia area, join us for our Empower and Evolve Yoga Teacher Training. If you're into the yoga practice and you want to take it to the next level and dive deep also into yourself emotionally, physically, and spiritually, and learn to become an expert teacher and give your gifts to the world, look into the show notes. We have our early bird special is ending also tomorrow. So if you are ready to go deeper into this healing space of your yoga and all the aspects of it, right? From meditation to mantra, to yoga philosophy, to learning how to teach yoga, to learning how to sequence yoga, yoga flows, to learning how to talk about yoga wisdom in a way that is deep, meaningful, and down to earth. Check it out. Would love to have you part of the program. All right. Today's podcast is a solo podcast episode, and I'm answering or addressing one of my friends and someone I know in the Tucson area. And she mentioned that she would love for me to go deeper into a subject matter that I posted on Instagram. So if you don't follow my Instagram account, it is at empoweredconnection.me. And on a daily basis, sometimes more than more than once a day, I post relationship tips and tools, self-growth practices, some spiritual wisdom, through writings, reels, videos, and so much more. Check out that Instagram account if you want to get some daily updates and inspiration. So the post that I put up, I'll read it to you, and then I'm going to riff on it and talk about this subject matter a little bit more deeply, sharing some of my own story. The post said, ask yourself, why am I holding on to this pain? What might I be getting out of it? Is there a payback here that I'm not aware of? Okay, so that was the text and the further information or further write up after the text post was this. Sometimes we hold on to our suffering or our pain because we are gaining something from it. It might not be a high gain. It might not even be a conscious gain, but there is some payback that is keeping us stuck. 
that is not allowing us to process and move forward into our fullest, most empowered version of who we are meant to become. It could be the attention we receive. It could be the limiting beliefs. It perpetuates this hurt that helps us feel safe. It could be a story that confirms a big part of who we are in the world of, of our ego. It could be the connection it gives us to others that we are afraid to lose. It could be many things. What is that for you? So this pain or hurt that we're holding onto in life, and this could be in, in many realms of our life, could actually be giving us a payback. Sometimes we hold on to hurt because it gives us something. It gives us some resource. It gives us something that we're attached to and we're not ready or not willing to let go of. So I'll give you an example of my own life. There's a lot of examples in my own life, actually. Um, and if you look at your own uh, journey, you, you might see there's a lot of examples of this too. So in my story, I decided to move uh, from one city to another city for my relationship. I decided to make a sacrifice because I knew that the move would make my, my partner happy. It would allow her to thrive. And I did not want her to be unhappy. I knew that staying in the city we were at could risk her being unsatisfied and unhappy in her life and her service and her creativity. Also individually at the time, I was sincerely open to the possibility of change for a variety of reasons. And I said, let's do it. I bought in, I agreed, I committed to the move through my own free will. I made that decision. I could have not made that decision, right? But I'm just highlighting that I decided to make that decision. The relocation though, was in many ways difficult for me. I struggled feeling a little lost and then losing and longing for the life that I had previously and finding a lot of struggle and navigating a whole new way of being, whole new area, whole new social circumstance, whole new a lifestyle, whole new part of the country in the USA. And even though I held and hold myself responsible for the decision that I made to move, that I in fact committed to this move as I highlighted a moment ago, at the same time I was and still am to some degree dealing with a lot of hurt and, and frankly grief from the move. Grief meaning uh, something has, has died in my life, something is, is done, and, and I'm trying to navigate moving forward and letting that go. And so all those are real things, right? These, these are real experiences that I've had as a person, and I'm not trying to denigrate them or de-minimize them. These are real, real things that I'm reckoning with. But at the same time, when I more soberly look at this hurt that I'm navigating, I also see that by not processing this hurt, I'm holding on to something in it that is giving me a payback or many paybacks. These paybacks may prevent me from moving forward through the hurt, reconciling and healing it. And they may also, and they are also, and for many of us, allowing me, keeping me stuck. In my specific scenario, what could have been those paybacks? For me, I'm, I'm taking a look at myself and saying, well, what, what could have been, the, the, and, and maybe still is the reason why I'm holding on to this hurt? That's not just that it happened and I need to process it and be with it, but that I'm actually getting something from. And I'm going to give some examples that this could be possible for me. I am consciously or unconsciously using the hurt as a weapon. That sounds a little extreme, but yeah, maybe it can be that against my partner as a way to get back at her or bring it up when things are not going well. It also allows me to hold on to what was 
and with that, a concrete image of who I was, who I am, who I still think I am or should be, right? I had an image of myself. It's allowing me to hold on to that. And then at the same time, allowing me to not face the changes in my life now that are asking of me to go into an unknown area so I can grow. So that's a payback that I can hold on to this image of who I was and not deal with the space now that's asking me to change and grow. I can make excuses that enable me to not be truly present with where I am here and now that allow me to override the present moment and not embrace my full surroundings. If that's overriding the present moment in my relationship with my partner, in the way that life is here where I live, in, in my relationships here, and in, in what I do here day to day, I can also, consciously or unconsciously, have a rationalization for why I might feel stuck or disempowered. So this hurt allows me to say, well, this is why I might feel disempowered or stuck. It's an excuse. And then frankly, it allows me to play a little bit of a victim when I really look into it. And it's also just not allowing me to just reckon with what is. I'm arguing with reality every day, perhaps in some little way. And so the list could go on here. And not only could the list go on, but talking about this now to y'all, I realized that there's other hurts I'm holding on to, you know, and, and, and working in the realm that I work in as a coach, I I'm, should be, and this is true with anybody that you work with, they should be, I should be ongoingly working on my stuff, ongoingly reaching out for help and resource to process these hurts. And so talking about now, I realize there's other ones that are coming up for me. One's from my upbringing, my family of origin, my parents, one's from previous relationships that are giving me what I might argue some disempowering paybacks to this very day, but they are paybacks nonetheless, and they are keeping me stuck in a place of not healing myself and not moving to where I meant to go forward into, to grow and to become empowered. So often these paybacks are called, they're grungy. And there was a teacher who uh, used that term. They're grungy or low level, as in they give us something, security, ease, excuses, limiting beliefs, laziness, victimhood, et cetera. But at the same time, even though they're giving us these things, they're limiting our actual ability to the take from the bank account of our true potential. They are keeping us stuck. So in today's podcast, my question is for you, hearing my story and some of the examples I gave, what could those be for you? And this is an edgy place because some of these paybacks that you're getting from your hurt could actually be a big part of your identity. They could be a big part of your ego, of how you see yourself in the world. That is challenging. That payback could be big. So some further questions for you to clarify. What hurt have you taken on your life that you may not be facing or healing because of what it may be giving you? And by the way, again, I'm not here to trivialize your hurt. And in fact, some hurt can be very, very serious. And I'm not here to say, well, you're just staying into it because you have some payback. There's some trauma, some hurt that is bigger than just the payback we're getting and necessitates a lot of help and resource within ourselves and within others in this world to move through, right? So I'm holding space for that. This is not going to be the case for everyone. And some hurt, it's not about just the payback we're getting. It's because it was a very intense, traumatic experience. But I'd like to say that recognizing, seeing, being with and moving through your hurt and going to get the help to do so is one thing. 
This is something different. Continuing to use it for low-level payback is another thing. Okay, so that's what I want you to start to suss out that in your own self and the, the difference. It's one thing to see the hurt, start to move into it and move forward from it and reach out for the help to do so. And some of this hurt again could be really difficult. It's another thing when you're holding on to it for payback. Now, and there might be some in between here. So I'd like you to start to suss that out. The empowered person takes that time to navigate this delicate space. So I'm going to ask of you, what hurts have you experienced in your life that you need to feel that are real, but at the same time, you may be holding on to more than you realize because of what they are giving you? Questions you may want to ask yourself. Does this hurt allow you to limit yourself and your potential? Does this hurt give you a rationalization right now for not finding real love or partnership or relationships in your life? Does this hurt provide a story that keeps making you the victim there? And therefore it keeps you disempowered in your life and your potential. Does this hurt enable a laziness, a passivity of your, of your body, of your mind, of your consciousness, of your agency? Is this hurt allowing you to get attention from others so they feel something for you? This is a big one. Sometimes our hurt, the way we keep it, it actually allows us to get attention. This is where it kind of connect to our ego and to who we are. It could allow us to get attention because people feel sorry for us or people feel something about us connected to this hurt that uh, they want to fix or they want to get to know more. Maybe it's mysterious. Maybe it's exciting. So I'd like you to dial into that. Does this hurt get you other things from others? Just generally, the hurt that you're holding on to, do you notice, wow, it actually, it's like currency. <laughs> when I keep holding on to it, I get some stuff from people. Now, if that's, again, like an attention thing, if that's your identity, if that's help from others, what could that be? Resources, maybe. You're getting something materially from someone else because of this hurt that you're holding on to. Does it keep you secure in your ego, this hurt, or sense of self? that is actually not empowering us. This sense of self, this ego that we have is not empowering us right now. And it's keeping us stuck in an older version of who we were, which probably is and was the case for me to some extent. And it's not allowing us to move forward into who we're meant to become. Is it giving some safety there, right? Security in, well, I'm afraid to move forward into who I wanna become, who I'm meant to become or who I'm being called to become. And this hurt, if I hold on to it, keeps me in this safe, secure space of never stepping into that fire. Does this hurt give us, give you a connection to someone? Think about it, maybe one person, couple people out there that you just cannot let go of. Meaning if you process the hurt, you might have to give up that relationship. And you know that inside somewhere, but the relationship is too much of an attachment for you to feel the fear, anxiety of letting it go. Does this hurt? Dot, dot, dot. Does this hurt? Dot, dot, dot. So these are questions for you to ask yourself. So I guess the Empower Connection practice tool is to go through this episode. You can list out the questions that I just asked to you and dive into them. Give yourself some space to be honest with yourself. Stop kidding yourself. We as human beings are so good, so expert at kidding ourselves, at tricking our own self that we're okay, that we don't have this presenting symptom, that we're not limiting ourselves. I want you to go deeper in. 
And my call to action is if you really want to dive in, check out this immersion I'm hosting. This will give you accountability and space every week for six weeks for you to really take some time and reckon and be around others who are on the same path of growth and self-improvement and self-work or reach out to me for your first free coaching session and dive even deeper with one-on-one -on -one connection wherein I will ensure that you are called forward to reckon with some of these aspects of yourself in a way that is loving, supportive, compassionate, but also is there to call you forward. How can you call yourself forward today to connect better to yourself? I'm not asking you to call yourself forward today to beat yourself up. That's fucking insanity. I'm asking for you to call yourself forward today so that you can actually love yourself more. You can connect to who you are more deeply and then connect to others and connect to something greater. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.